What? <laughs> uh, that fir- my recap of the first game, I was... Uh, I was going to type, like, are you having a stroke or something? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, you just... Doobie Brothers Podcast, presented by the Brotherly Game. We are AJ and Luke. This is the episode number 24. We're uh, coming to you on July 8th. It's a Monday. Um, last week, we played Orlando twice, but this is episode 24. So let's go through who's worn number 24, then we'll talk about the episode. Or should we talk about the episode, then go through 24? Now nah, let's keep it, keep it traditional. Do the uh, 24 first. 24. So uh, jersey number 24 is not being worn by anyone currently. So, most recently, in the 16-17 season, it was worn by Adam Najem. So, our episode will be Adam Najem's episode. Uh, congrats to him. He's probably going to be very excited to hear this. Um, right now, he's playing with Memphis 901 uh, in the USL. Before him, it was worn by... This is, this is a weird number yeah. because it's been worn by four different goalkeepers. And... None of them were starters. Right. So we were thinking that the reason number 24 has been worn by four different goalkeepers is probably because they're kind of like one of the last guys on the roster. Yeah, so Like the 24th spot. Yeah. Um, That's our logic. The lowest number, one of the lower numbers that a keeper could grab at that spot in the roster, maybe. So Matt Jones wore it. Uh, he's playing in um, MPSL for Elm City Express. I think that was in Connecticut. Uh, Brian Holt, another keeper. He's playing under John Hackworth. For Louisville FC, um, a non-goalkeeper was Porfilio Porfilio Lopez. I never, I never liked him. I never thought he was a great player. Yeah, it seemed uh, pretty weak. Yeah, he's playing in uh, Costa Rica for Municipal Perez Zeladon. Um, and two more keepers wore twenty-four. Neither of them have clubs right now. They're a little older, I guess. Thorn Holder. And Brian Perk, Thornholder, I believe, is still in the Philly area. Yeah. So um, maybe he's a listener. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Let us know, Thorn. Uh, cool name, too. Yeah. So let's go into the So this this week's episode, episode 24, the Adam Najem ep- episode is going to be a recap of playing Orlando twice. Um, what a weird week of soccer. Weird week of soccer. So we played them twice. Both games had lots of rain delays and postponements. Um, and then after the break, we're going to do our classic union player power rankings. And then we're going to do a little exercise based on after the Women's World Cup championship. Uh, we're going to make a co-ed team using three guys and three girls from the union and the the national team. So five and a keeper, five field players and a keeper. Um, and we'll make a little co-ed team. Yeah. All those guys, that'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, and then this weekend, we're going to play... Real Salt Lake, Andrew Wooten will be available. Available, so that will be a big, big thing to talk about. Uh, hopefully, I remember to mention that. Uh, <laughs> <I don't> now, <laughs> so I'm gonna write that. We've been known right to forget some things. Um, so yeah, it should be it should Let's, be a pretty mediocre episode. Let's get into <laughs> it right now. <laughs> Can't wait. All right. So, uh, uh, I. Uh, before we start, last week we made a joke, and it was a really poor joke. Uh, <laughs> it was just dumb. It wasn't, like, bad taste or anything. It was just dumb. Yeah. Uh, we, we joked that we were playing two different Orlandos or two different teams, and yeah. we kept saying, like, one would be white, one would be purple, yeah. one would be Orlando, and one was a soccer team playing in Orlando. I don't know. It was dumb. But <laughs> anyway, so we apologize that you sat through that uh, yeah. poor joke. But, but, I mean, I feel like it's expected now to get those kind of jokes that don't land. So, yeah, you know, yeah. It's just a... Uh, if you're listening and not, not, sure, not sure what's going on with the jokes, well, um, thanks for listening. We're trying some stuff out. <laughs> yeah, you know. So we're like the cooligans, but not. But, but like when they just started. Comedy, yeah, like we're like really. They don't get comedy yet. Yeah, they don't understand how comedy works, but yeah. that's where we're at right now. So <laughs> well, one day. Yeah. Well, hey, no one can hear us in the basement. And yeah, I don't know. My, <laughs> wife, my wife is still with me because she can't hear me. All right. Uh, Wednesday, Wednesday, I, I was out to dinner with my wife, um, and I was very proud of myself not checking the phone. And so after the date, getting in the car, driving home, I just pulled out. I was like, Ooh, rain delay game hasn't started yet. Or maybe it was like only, it was like in the first half or something when I expected to see a final score. So rain delay helped me out 
uh, on Wednesday. I bet it helped me out on Saturday. I'm gonna have so. to, and we'll get we'll get to that. Okay, yeah, just, yeah. Okay. So, so Luke, I'm gonna let you take the reins for the Wednesday game. We won three one. Um, go ahead. All right, here we go. Uh, <laughs> All right, good talk, Luke. So I'm gonna. St- <laughs> hey, wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay, let me talk about some things. Okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, obviously we won it, but it was a kind of a rough start. It felt like it was one of those games that we weren't gonna get into. I the from the first like 30 minutes or, or maybe it was a little the first like 20 minutes it felt like one of the games like it kind of reminded me of the uh, LA Galaxy game like a road game that we just weren't going to be able to break into mm-hmm. and get any kind of rhythm or uh, you know build up anything because yeah like Orlando jumped on a had a kind of early goal uh, it was just kind of an annoying uh, break not even a breakaway but just a, a, a run by Chris Mueller who t- took a ball from um uh, kind of just handed to him right 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 to him and Mueller just ran down her throat pretty much yeah it was just a straight run yeah. no like Elliot just mm-hmm. couldn't decide whether to step or shuffle with back and he, and he never actually stepped and once Mueller got to the box he put a, a decent ball into into like kind of like the right corner but it really just like free just couldn't see it because Elliot was kind of shielding him so it wasn't like it was an incredible shot just kind of couldn't see it, and it's yeah. You know, so that's how they scored, and it kind of felt like they they were kind of dictating that. Um, you know, we we kind of had a slow start. Uh, we got got a couple of chances getting into into the game, but then uh, the real kind of opener for us was that uh, that red card. Or wait, am we, I getting the timeline we, wrong? Yeah, yeah. I'm we tied the the, we, we tied the game before that. Um, yeah. So Montero plays the ball. Uh, get out on the break. Montero played the ball to Casper. And he he uh, faked a shot. Defender went by, by and then puts a left foot boot into the far post. That's right. That was a great goal. That was a great goal. Um, and we, we, we're going to talk about Casper in a second. I'll let you finish up the recap of the game. Oh, man. I have to keep going? <laughs> Just kidding. No. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So, actually, yeah. We once, it, once the game tied, I still didn't feel... I didn't feel great about the game. Like, even though we had the... the 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 red card I, I felt like it was still kind of an open game it's it's always feel like we play weird, weird games against Orlando mm-hmm. so I never feel comfortable playing them yeah it's always something could happen yeah so fortunately in the second half we came out and got a really quick goal that was and sweet that, so yeah. uh, Madunian plays that ball over the defense and Bedoya man the Bedoya works so hard and he made that run made a really kicked his leg up high to kind of pull it back for to play it backwards. Into the path of none other than Jabilko. Yeah. Who finished it like he does. So props to Bedoya pulling yeah. that one back. Jabilko just has like the hardest shot. Yeah. Like I he mean, just rips the ball. It's he is a great finish. And, and, and we I mean, see it so many times. Yeah. Now. It's, he's just, and Curtin told us early on. Right. Curtin always said he's he was the best finisher. And that's that's what we've been missing. And right. we're we're finding out, holy crap, this guy can really put the ball in the back of the net. Yeah, and, and and that's really what did it for us. That that's kind of the was the the winner because uh, mm-hmm. after that, um, just a few minutes later, yeah, ball played into Aronson. Aronson's in the box, and and he pretty calmly found Fafa, right? Who I I didn't think this one went in when he shot it. I, yeah, I thought it, it was, was kind of like a weird angle, and he ripped it right, like roofed it. Yeah, right over uh, was that row Brian Rowe. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah, that was a good. Good goal, and then uh, yeah, and then the after that we we had a couple of more, little bit chances, but it, we kind of were getting that's when we dictated the game, and then to seal it off we uh, got another red card given to us with uh, the given, Sasha, given well yeah it's a it's a, a weird kind way. of awarded awarded we, to yeah it's a weird way to the yeah but dictate okay that, so yeah. Sasha Kleshin got the red card <laughs> Sasha Kleshin of Orlando we City were, it took advantage of that mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah that tackle oh man that one is. It was one of the worst tackles. I mean, it was just a really bad tackle on Montero. Yeah. Um, and that was the one uh, you said. This is the first time you saw someone so apologetic immediately after yeah. that play. Cause and I know, yeah, we, uh, no one no one is happy with Kleisten. And uh, I, I put a tweet of uh, someone attacking another soccer player <laughs> with a, a slide, essentially. And it was very favored among our union fans. Um, that's kind of what it was like. Like no one, no one was happy with the tackle, obviously. And, and unfer- unfortunately, Montero's got a sprained ankle now because of it. Yeah. But Im- immediately you could see that Kleisten knew he, 
he was bad. He did something bad, and he yeah, because it, it was late and it was just the way no near the ball and just straight into his ankle. Yeah, it was really and Montero's just it's so fast. I mean, I mean, I I get it. I mean, I've I've made bad fouls on guys just yeah. because they're fast faster than me. And yeah, from like a certain angle, you could see he was the ball was there, and then like he like lunged yeah. and he's so slow and Fafa or no, sorry, uh, Montero, Montero is so fast that like. The ball was so far away, and he took mm-hmm. like two steps, and then it was already like it would have been a. Uh, it was just a really late tackle. Yeah, and I mean his hands went to his head. He knew he was in trouble. And yeah, there was no argument about the red card. Yeah, the um, ref, ref was right there. He just went it was straight, straight to the pocket. Yeah. So yeah, um, so yeah, the second half we were up two men for a lot of the or about half of the half, and uh, I mean it wasn't a great finish. I, I think there are even quotes about that that uh, Jim wanted more from the team. Right. Cause when you're up at least up. one goal or one player, you'd expect to you know, be able to put a couple goals in mm-hmm. and we put one or, or sorry, two after that, but it was like, there should have been more opportunities. Yeah. And it felt like we were just kind of in Orlando's control. Now they're not a great team. We should be able to, you know, kind of rack up the score on them. Yeah. And they lost the two players got red Carter was a, a defender. Who's been good for them all year. And Sasha Kleischen, who's, who's older, but he's got a lot of talent. So yeah, and he's a, kind of a, veteran leader of that team. Right. So you'd think that team would fall apart a little more than we were able to take them apart. So three, one, yeah, we got the win and I was on the road. That's great, but it could have been more of a statement that kind of like we've made again, like I was expecting more of a six, one score line or something, kind of like a new England, uh, repeat where we just, especially come down the second half where we came out, scored a goal in the first two minutes and then, um, what was it? Four or five minutes later. So the first seven minutes of the half we had, Going from one one to three one, and you're thinking, "Holy smokes, this is going to be." And then Marco Fabian comes in, and we're like, "Oh, we're going to yeah really step it up too with the with the offensive like firepower." And but he really kicked the ball all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> he kicked it into the into the ocean. It yeah, was. yeah, he, yeah. He didn't look great as his uh in his sub appearance there on yeah. Wednesday. And even to take Montero out, Sergio Sanchez comes in, and that's another offensive. That's a offensive move because Montero's you know you know, kind of a midfielder and, and Serge is obviously a striker. So, but we still couldn't get a goal in. So that was, it was a little frustrating. Obviously we, we were com- had a comfortable win and comfortable lead, but it's something you kind of wish we, I don't know, a good team would, or, you know, an elite team really puts a couple goals in. Yeah. At the, in that position. Yeah. Sometimes I almost wish like, sometimes I hope for a team that I'm rooting for to get scored on, to make us, start to work harder. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying I wanted us to get scored on, but I almost wish there was like a, you know, ball at the po- I don't know, a couple like close calls to make us kind of like, holy crap, we better, we better step it up now or else we're going to lose this. But then again, with the union, if we get scored on, you never know. Things and could happen. Things <laughs> could happen. And that takes us to Sunday. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about the Wednesday game? Um, yeah, just once again, yeah. in that game, I... It's a game that I feel like we could have lost. Like, I feel like we, we say this every all the time. Like it's a game that if we go down early in a, in an away situation, it's a game. Previous years we we would lose, mm-hmm. and this is the year we came back and won it and won pretty handily. And obviously we got luck, got some luck with the red cards and everything. But that just shows that we're kind of a different team. And mm-hmm. I, I kind of I'm kind of getting <laughs> sick of that whole narrative. Like oh, last year we would have done right. differently, but yeah. like it's, it's something to think about and kind of take perspective of. Um. But yeah, I don't know. That's kind of all I want to say. It was a, you know, still basically, you know, got three points on the road. So that's always, that's a huge, right. huge thing. Mm-hmm. Especially with the way the Eastern Conference is going. We, you know, need to capitalize on it and all the points we can get since the rest of the teams are not doing it super great, but it's still not, uh, it's still not a, a blow away uh, first place lead. Yeah. Yeah. We're definitely getting some favorable results, luckily. So let's go into the weekend game. Once again, playing. Orlando this time at home. So Saturday, uh, yeah, game's supposed to be played. Pull it up on my ESPN app and weather delay, weather delay. You're at a wedding. Yeah, I was at a wedding, so I, I didn't think I was going to be able to watch any of this. Yeah, you conceded that you were just going to, this is going to be a game that you were not going to be able to watch. Right. And then it's postponed. And so the game's on Sunday. Um, props to all the people who, uh, Sorry to all the people who went out Saturday. Um, I'm glad I didn't make the trip up there for that. Uh, Props to the people who showed up both days or one of the two days, whatever you did. Awesome. Thanks for supporting the team. Well done. Uh, So so Sunday we started off, uh, and we know Marco's starting. So 
right away we're thinking, I, I mean, I, I was thinking this is his big kind of last, not last chance, but it's, it's, a, it's a big opportunity it's for him to, the line to, for, to giving him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. This is when he's got to kind of show his worth. Yeah. And four and it, minutes and in, it was a rotated, uh, Orlando Scott squad. Right. So yeah. it was a perfect opportunity for him to really dictate that game. Yeah. Kind of show how he can hopefully help us beat a bunker. Right. Um, and, and four minutes in, Fafa plays across in. Marco with a sweet little header to the far post. Goal. I'm thinking, holy smokes. Maybe my wife, says, she says, from the other room, already? I was like, yeah, score. And my son, he's just repeating whatever I'm saying. So that's pretty funny. <laughs> um, and so we're off to a good start. And then it's just kind of, I don't know. It, it, it just felt like such like a slow game. You, you it. We obviously weren't there, but it seemed like it was a super, super hot day in, in Chester. And it kinda, you kind of could see that. Players are a little slower. And, and both teams were playing on short rest, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> they were both playing each other. Each other. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so it, it just uh, kind of a slow game. Not, no, not neither team was playing super sharp. Uh, no, not a lot of urgency either way. We, we had a couple of chances to get uh, the second goal, but... Nothing big, like clear shots or anything. Um, yeah, and yeah, we know. I mean, if you're listening, you probably know the story. Orlando comes and we aren't make aren't aren't capitalizing our chances, and then we let them back in the game. Not yeah. only do they score one, then they score a second, and that second goal is, is a bad goal given up by Blake. I mean, the ball hit his hit both hands and falls to a defender right in front of the goal, kind of reminiscent of how the U.S. beat Jamaica uh, midweek. Um, so not not the best week for Blake, unfortunately for us. Uh, fortunately for the U.S., but unfortunately for the Union. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also a weird thing, like Fontana was on the post, and then he kind of stepped outside of the goal. I don't know. It was kind of a weird yeah. postman move. It, but It was just the weirdest move by Blake. Like, he was... I feel like he expected maybe the ball to go to the far post, so we kind of shuffling that way. Yeah. And then he was just like weirdly off balance, like his feet just weren't moving. That he just kind of tapped the ball down and, and gave up that rebound. Yeah. But it, it it's a un, unlike I know he's, we, he ha, it happened to him with Jamaica, but it's a it's a mistake that we don't see like do commit a lot. So I think we can we don't have to worry about him too much. Right. Let's let's hope not. Yeah. Um, and, and he's also been a guy who's kept us in games plenty of times. So it's like, how much can you really right. be upset with him? Because right. he has saved us so many times. But at the same time, it's like, we're we're not... I think you talked about this last week. We've got something to lose now. We've got something that we're really fighting for. Mm-hmm. We're in first place. We're not we're not just middle of the pack. We're, we're in first place. We're fighting for... I mean, we're even in uh, a bit of a race for a supporter shield. Um, uh, I don't know about that one, but... I mean... Technically, we're we're second place in supporter shields. Yeah, we're only seven points behind LAFC, so it's not it's, not bad. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm not so. gonna really be anyway stressing too much about supporter shield. Yeah, it's it's definitely like Eastern Conference. It's definitely something that we could win, and, and so we can't be giving up little little dinkers yeah. like that. Something that's too simple. Something very preventable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we're at the point where we should expect to be in the in the, at the top of the table now so yeah um yeah but this is a game that we, that just slipped away yeah if it, it, it was a game that uh, like orlando it seemed like they didn't expect to be in the game they, they were bunkering and then like in the second half it seemed like the coach was like all right so we're kind of in this game let's let's throw in nani let's throw in chris mueller and see what they could do and that's kind of what turned around and got those goals for them mm-hmm. so it's something that we really just need to look back and see like all right well if we're going to let teams like that stay in the game, they're going to punish us. So we need to get the, the, the second goal is crucial. And, and that's something we've seen a couple of times this, this year that the, we need to put away bad teams and be able to lock down mm-hmm. uh, these, these wins earlier. Yeah. Then the problem is still the same kind of thing. A team can come in to talent and just bunker, put eight guys behind the ball. And we are still, still having a really hard time getting opportunities. There's a lot of shots from 25 yards out. Yeah. And I mean, that's not, that's not a high percentage opportunity. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like Fabian took a couple of those, like he, he was getting closer, but yeah, we were expecting, I I was expecting him to be a little more influential in this game Mm -hmm. and he didn't have a bad game. He just wasn't really dictating the game. Right. The number 10 
playing against a bunkering team, I kind of wanted him to be more on the ball and more like I feel like that's more a, a playmaker. That's exactly what we were hoping for. Exactly. Like, like, okay, how do we beat the bunker? Well, hopefully we have this uh, Mexican star who is going to be able to do that for us. Right. And, and Sunday he was not able to. Yeah. And I think a lot of it, uh, or another factor was the, fa- was the fact that uh, Montero wasn't in the game. Mm-hmm. I think Montero and El Sino, two guys who right. are technically probably, probably two of our best technical players. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so there's big pieces to be missing, but still, I mean, to dominate a game that much, we, we need to get the win. I was telling a buddy at the bar last night, um, he was like, oh, how'd the Union go? I was like, well, we tied 2-2, two, two, but it was a game we dominated and shoved one. He goes, oh, that's pretty classic Union. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so so what do you th- so uh Colin got the start. Trusty got a break. So what do you think right. of Colin? Uh I think he was great. Um I think that was a, a good move cuz Trusty uh he you know he had a, a kind of a rough game against in the first uh first Orlando game cuz he gave up the 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 ball the for the first goal. For the first mm-hmm. goal, yeah. So uh, that was you know nice good uh good use of getting fresh legs and Colin is he's a professional. He's a really good solid center back that we can rely on. And that's a good thing to, to have and good thing to know. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely reliable, definitely good. One thing I noticed, I felt like he kept like a, I feel like every time we went for a header, he fell down with a head injury. Yeah, I was like getting a little bit worried about that during yeah. the game. Yeah, it was like, I, I felel like four times he went down holding his head and yeah. oh, that was a little excessive. Um, hopefully. Hopefully he's uh, fine. Yeah, hopefully there's nothing yeah. more there. Uh, what, so Jim did make some subs. We didn't really have much offensively. We did have... Uh, Sergio, who honestly at this point, I I, I think I, I mean now yeah with Wooten, I think with Wooten, Wooten, I don't think we're gonna see Sergio a lot. I think he needs to go to steel and kind of find his legs, find yeah. find his scoring touch again, which is um, rough to say of a of a high paying right ham striker. But, but at this point, he, you just can't, you can't. He, he's not giving anything. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's not really showing much effort. His speed is being less and less visible. I, I just don't know what, what he offers as mm-hmm. a sub or as a starter. It, it's just not really there. Right. Um, yeah. It's, it's tough without, with, without Osinio and, and like we said, without Montero, but, um, the homegrowns came in and, and showed up. Right. Yeah. Fontana. Happy to see him again. Yeah. He's, he's come into a couple games and made stuff happen, uh, between the open cup game and this one. Yeah. He's, he's a guy that we kind of know where he is. Technically he's not where, other guys are, but he comes into the, into the game and he uses his energy to yeah, really change, he, uh, change. He hustles. And, he and is. He impacts the game that way. Yeah, he's a, he's a big kid trying to get on the ball a lot. Yeah, and he um, just drives to the goal and gets to the goal, and it's it's effective. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need that kind of sim- more of a simpler player to be able to just be a kind of fearlessly drive to the goal and, and make those runs, and 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 it, it it paid off. Yeah, I think I think that's a good assessment of him. Kind of like a simple player, not like yeah. I feel like Aaron. Said I, don't, I don't want it to be a negative, right? I think I think it's a positive. I think I think sometimes simple is what you, what you need. I think Elsin is a very complex player. He's mm-hmm. he's got a lot that he can do and stuff. Um, I would put like Fabian in, the, in there as well. He's yeah. just a big range mm-hmm. of things that he can do on the ball and off the ball. And I would say Aaronson is more of a complex player, uh, receiving the ball, doing little jukes and stuff, mm-hmm. and trying to split. And I think Fontana's more. Uh, again, I don't want this to sound negative, but simple, kind of more of an American classic kind of player, like a, an athlete with a soccer ability. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so I, I, I'd be happy to see. I like seeing him on the bench, and hopefully we get to see him a little more as needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Real came in, which kind of seemed like a random sub yeah, to I, I, go left back. But right. maybe something there's something with Wagner that Curtin didn't like or... I don't know. It's just like I, a fitness I think, thing. I think there's just a lack of there's just a lack of offensive subs between right. all the injuries. That's, yeah, that's true too. Um, yeah. And so and Real can get forward, so it was yeah. Ob- I mean, he, obviously, obviously yeah. did he? Yeah, he uh, combined with Fontana and and Chibilko for the game tying goal, and then he also had the cross that was to Elliot, which uh, was ah, saved so the one handed save yep. by Rowe to save the tie. So yeah. Re- Real comes in as a def- um I mean a left back sub. You don't expect much offense, but, but he cr- he created he, more than Sergio Santos did. Right. He like yeah. he played more of an impact as his first minutes of the whole season with the Union. Right. Yeah. That was that was weird. That that was his debut. Yeah. Twenty one games in. And and he and he played great. That was the best we've seen him play ever. Like it was obviously mm-hmm. a very small window, but 
it, it really made me feel confident. Like, okay, he can step in and play a right. starting left back mm-hmm. in this league right now. And it was also small camps, so maybe I'm over exaggerating that. But it, it but was no, great. I mean, it was great to see. And that's that's exactly the performance that a player like that needs. Because if he wants to try to break into the 18, that that's why he needs to show. He's behind a guy who everyone's kind of chalked up to as a starting left back right, right. now in MLS, and yeah. not not giving up the job anytime soon. And so he's been bumped down. He needs to come in and show his worth. And I feel like the, he just. This is the first time I've seen him that uh, look so confident and mm-hmm. comfortable in MLS. Yeah. So that was it was just nice to see. Yeah. So cool that our left back sub was uh, awesome. Bummer that he was more effective than our striker sub. Yeah. But hey, so um, we both agree that, yeah, we tied and the late equalizer both. I mean, I got up off my couch and screamed. Uh, that was a great goal. It was it was a great goal. But at the same time, really appreciate the... Uh, the feeling and sentiment from Casper after the game, I saw that he didn't really want to talk about the goal because when reporters asked him about it, he said he didn't want to talk about it because he was really disappointed in the game because they should have won. And it feels like loss, a loss, even though it was a tie. And that's exactly how he should feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way it tweeted out a similar thing that they just weren't good enough and that it was uh, not a great performance for a team that is expecting a lot more Jim put out the same same sentiments in his quotes that it's not good enough for a first-place team. It's not what a first-place team feels like. So it's all good quotes, but now we need to see a lot more put into action. We need right. we can't we can't settle for these ties at home against a team that's what towards the like, bottom of the yeah, East. Yeah, like 10th in the East. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely, definitely just not good enough, and, and it's a different spot for us to be in. So it's good that they recognize that. Well, we need we need to do something about it, right? Um, and and it's it's good. It's a good attitude to have, but uh, yeah, we can't can't settle anymore. There's no more settling. Saying, "Oh, thank goodness we got that tie." It's son of a gun. That should have been a win, right? That, that was two points lost, not yeah. not a point gained. Yeah, and and just looking back at the past four games since the break, it's five points in four games, which doesn't sound bad, but it's still kind of disappointing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. It's there. It just we look back at those those four games and, and it looks like a drop point. A drop. There's a lot of drop points there. Mm-hmm. And this is it, it was a really tough stretch of four or four games in like 13 days, right. 14 days, whatever. Um. So that it's it's good to get past that. And now we have a kind of an easier schedule looking forward, just like rest wise. But um, yeah. I mean, we got past that. So let's just I don't know, just keep looking forward. I guess. Yeah, it was a good opportunity where we could have put a big gap between us and uh, the rest of the East, but hopefully we'll get that real salt Lake this weekend. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're still, still top of the stop, top of the uh, top of the East uh, points per game. We are tied for most or the best points per game with NYCFC. They lost. We've gotten favorable results from other teams. They're not playing well. DC loss Atlanta and uh, Red Bull tied NYCFC loss. So other teams aren't, doing what they can to catch up to us. So that's that's a positive. Um, but we just need to start capitalizing on those. Uh, right. We need to do results. better. Yep. Um, I do feel comfortable. There's kind of no doubt in my mind that we're going to make the playoffs. We're 13 points above the line at that's this true. point. So yeah, that's that's another thing that we haven't felt before. Right. Yeah. Usually it's ever. like we're fighting. That, that red line is a... It's a scary red line. Yeah. We're always... <laughs> Really close to it. Yep. Above it, below it, above it, below it, counting on uh, other teams to blow it. So 13 points hey, above that, the red line right now is, is good. What? That rent. What did, what did I say? Above it, below it, blow it. Yeah. That's pretty good. Cool, man. I ruined it, but yeah. Yeah. No, I wasn't paying attention to myself. So I just, sometimes I start a sentence and don't know where it's going. <laughs> Michael's my whole life. <laughs> Michael Scott. <laughs> all right. So uh, that's enough about Orlando. We played Orlando twice. We got four points out of it. All in all, I guess... Um, yeah, good. Four points out of two games, but we we both agree it's not enough. Right. Um, so in a second, we're going to take a break. After the break, we're going to do our union uh, player power rankings. We'll talk Look. about podcasts. We'll make a co-ed team. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll make a co-ed team, um, uh, 6v6 team, three guys and three girls. Three guys will be from the Union. Three girls will be from the U.S. Women's National Team World Cup champs. 
Um, so that'll be a fun little exercise. And then we're going to preview the Real Salt Lake game and talk about Andrew Wooten. So come on back after this break. Hey, guys, Doopy Brothers Podcast back. Uh, we just went over both uh, matches against Orlando, and now we're going to get into our union player power rankings. So I, during during the Sunday game, I was really concerned that we were going to have to do Oh, we're down to one. I was like, oh, man, we're going to lose this game. And me and Luke are going to have to do anti-player power rankings where we had talked about players who are bad again. But luckily, we pulled out the tie. And a win on Wednesday means we can do positive power rankings. Um, if it was just a tie, we'd just do the most mediocre players. But yeah. a win and a tie, we're going to go the top half. Yeah. So yeah. Glass half full. Glass half full. Luke, all right. Your number five, number five, union player power rankings. Number five. Uh, my number five is Fafa Pico. Fafa, tell yep. us why. Um, uh, well, he's he's the one striker that really is really looking like he. <laughs> <laughs> what are you <laughs> smiling at me for? Right. I was like asking you to tell me stuff. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. It's always an adventure. <laughs> No, I, he's. I mean, with with Wooten coming in, he's the one striker that it seems like he's, uh, like, working the hardest to f- get that uh, get that other starting spot. Mm-hmm. And not that Wooten is guaranteed that spot, but Fafa is really the guy that is trying to prove, uh, his value. Right. Right. Yeah. But, cool. Yep. Yeah. Cool. So my number five, and this, this might be a little weird because uh, he actually didn't even play on Sunday, uh, in two games. He only played in one of the two games. So this is. Number, my number five is Montero. Okay. And so, I mean, he, he played well on Wednesday, um, picked up an assist, but then got hurt, so he didn't play on Sunday. But I think his value was shown in him being absent. I think just us not being able to break the bunker and just kind of being slow came from partially because he wasn't there. So uh, despite not playing the game, he does show his value, and he comes in at number five for me. Nice. My number four, I'm going to jump in. Oh, I'm going to go on. number four. We're going to go me, me, or you, me, me, then you, you. Snake draft. Me, me. Yeah, snake okay. draft. Okay. Um, so my number four is Harris. Madunjin, as they all say. Madunjin, as all the away announcers <laughs> say. So Harris comes in at my number four. Just uh, a, a couple assists um, or secondary assists playing the ball around. So I think he's been doing well. I've always been... Or I've been high on him recently this this part of the year after, obviously, the slow start. Mm-hmm. So he comes in at number four for me. Luke. All right. So my number four? You're number four. Harris. Harris. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. That's, that's, that's the crazy. first time in Union Power Rankings uh, history what? where you had someone matching in the same spot. Yeah. yeah. No, I think also, yeah, he's been playing pretty good. Uh, just to add... He did have a sweet move against Orlando oh, on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I, just like a, a quick like pull back and then back forward to just throw off the defender. I, he just is so smooth on the ball. So very smooth, very yeah. smooth. So cool, good stuff. Yep. Uh, number three, you're number my three. turn. Uh, Bedoya. This is unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. Tell me uh, why. <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously, like always, he just has the the best work rate. That you know, always is playing with passion and effort. Uh, and then he has that, that sweet assist and on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's just an invaluable member. So Cool. My number three this week, this is the unbelievable part. Uh, it's also Bedoya. I saw that coming. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, unbelievable. So our powerings are getting less and less exciting as we do this podcast because we're just giving you the same thing twice. So um, Harrison Bedoya come out four and three for both of us. All right, so my number two is I, this is guaranteed to be different because I have Fafa as my number two. Okay, nice. I think he's playing well and all the same stuff you said, working yeah. hard, uh, got himself, um, excuse me, uh, a goal and an assist over the week. So he's my number two. Nice. My number two is Casper. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he's just proving to be a goal sp- goal scorer that we uh, can rely on. And it's pretty awesome to see. Mm-hmm. Nice to have. Um, he's scoring some big goals. He is just the hardest shot I've ever seen. And it's awesome. You haven't seen me shoot then. <laughs> <laughs> that means you're number one. I'm trying to think of who your number one could yeah. be. It's, is, is it Montero? Yeah, it's Montero. It's got, okay, I was going to okay, say. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just 
kind of what you said. He, he showed his value by not playing Sunday, but also just he's our best player by far. Mm-hmm. So I, it's, I just could, couldn't move him down. Right. So I hope it gets it gets back soon. So in our Union Power rankings, our five, we got the five same players because my number one is Casper. Okay. Yeah. Figured. And, I mean, he's he's got goals. He uh, we had three goals in two games, so he'd be my number one for this week. And uh, so power rankings, not much to argue there since we had a lot of the same players, just some right. different different places. Um, anyone changed? So last week we talked about anti-player rankings, power rankings. Did anyone rise up? Because our two lowest were Sergio and Marco. I imagine Marco may have moved up for for you. Um, he did oh, for yeah. Me. I had Fabian as my most anti-power. Right. Ranking. So he was the lowest on Yeah, so I would, just, I would just I would flip Santos and Fabian there. Yeah, that's I think, probably the most change I would make. Yeah, Santos is still the bottom of the yeah. bottom of the power rankings for me. I put Marco up a little bit to get a goal. So yeah, yeah, bring him up a little bit, I guess. So cool, cool. cool. All right, so let's move on to that's the end of the power rankings. Woohoo! Uh, let's move on. It's all over. Some okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Let's move on to some fun stuff. Fun stuff. Uh, so okay, so an interesting thing about uh, our opponent's coach. Uh, this coming week, so we're playing Real Salt Lake. So that's Mike Pecky. He's a everyone. I mean, he's a pretty uh, animated coach, probably the most like animated coach in the league. But he has a podcast, yeah. just like us, just like us. So we are qualified to coach uh, MLS team. That's true. That's how it works. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, it's pretty interesting. It's him and uh, Mike. Uh, sorry, uh, Brian Dunseth, who's a uh, mm-hmm. announcer for Salt Lake. He's pretty good. Good follow on Twitter as well. Um, yeah, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Hear him on Counterattack Radio, CRSX. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, it's a pretty interesting podcast. Uh, it's like not just like Real Salt Lake based. It's just just kind of like a soccer thing, kind of like general like life culture stuff. But it's, it's Mike Peck. He's a pretty interesting dude. He has some he has some opinions and he shares them. <laughs> Whenever he wants, it's pretty funny. Is that come out weekly? Uh, that, yeah, like I, ours or I saw uh, a couple episodes a while ago. It's. I, I probably just like yeah weekly. It's it's okay. it's fun. Follow okay. up episodes. Um, cool. But cool. that's my question to you. What would Jim Kern's podcast be? I'm gonna throw it back to you. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I'll answer. Uh, I think I think Jim would be good on a podcast about Philadelphia based sports. That's what I was gonna um, say. Yeah, yeah. I think I don't know how hot his takes would be. I don't I don't know if I his feel opinions. like he'd have some opinions. You he's, think so? He's been he's been a Philly fan for all his life. He he's pretty invested. I feel like he has. Opinions on what he want to see from the Eagles, Sixers, Flyers, whatever. Okay, I could see that. I could just see him be a little more. He's definitely toned down from Mike Petke, So right, yeah, Petke's a little. Like, yeah, he's yeah. out there, but because I just remember, so Jim was doing a live podcast with uh, one of our rivals. No, just can't win enough rivals. <laughs> we listen to them all. We love them all. They, um, they'd win no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> and he was talking about like the thing that stuck out. No, I don't know. This is something I remember. But would he send food back if it wasn't done right or something? Uh-huh. And he said, no, right. no way. And so I was like, well, let me, uh, I mean, that sounds like he wouldn't have a very hot take podcast. podcast. No, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I listen to that. But like Mike, Mike, Mike Peck, he would send food back real fast. <laughs> He'd send all his food back. He would take it back himself. <laughs> Go back and make <laughs> he it. Walks into the kitchen. <laughs> this, this is, is not right. right. <laughs> Where's the printer? Sorry. Uh, but no, I think I, he, yeah, because whenever he is on podcasts with those guys, like he's pretty interesting to listen to. Mm-hmm. So I, I would, I would listen to a Jim Curran podcast. Well, yeah, we're also Not, biased. without bias, oh, but like bias. I, I think, yeah, well, maybe, maybe without a union bias. As a Philly person or a Philly fan, I will listen to him. So okay. yeah, cool. Just throwing that. That was just fun little, uh, you know, Luke. That was so bit. fun. That was that was so fun. Yeah. All right, guys, let's have more fun. Oh boy. So me and Luke were trying to come up with some fun things to talk about. Women's World Cup. USA World Champs just happened, uh, so we're trying to come up with some different things. Um, we got a couple different ideas, but we're going to start with the one we, we kind of landed on as the most fun. Making a co-ed team with three guys and three girls from the Union and the U.S. National Team. So we're, you're playing five and a keeper, so you got to choose a keeper, five field players, three boys, three girls. Um, we both came up with lineups. Please message us on Twitter, sh- uh, share with us who your five would be. Um, we'll, I'll tweet out our fives, uh, or right. our, our sixes, five and a keepers. Yeah. Um, tomorrow when the podcast is released or today, whenever you're listening, I don't know. Um, so Luke, 
you want me to walk you through mine? You want you want to walk through yours? Uh, what do you want to do? Let's do let's do share your whole lineup, and I'll share my whole lineup. Okay, so I went with a formation. I don't know. I don't know if you went formation, but yeah, I yeah, play I a, formation. You know, playing a lot of indoor. I've learned that this is the formation that I gotta play. It's a it's a two one two. Mm-hmm. Um, standard standard two one two. I didn't go two three or you know four one two two uh, one two two one. Yeah, I, I went two one two. But first, I'm going to start in the keeper. I was at first. I put in Blake. Think I need to have um, him back there just because it's it's Blake. Like, how do you not put him? But I ended up taking him out and putting uh not was Nair Nair um, Nair in as uh, my keeper. Then my two defenders are Austin Trusty, Julie Ertz. Nice A little Philly bias there, maybe. Yeah. But I, sh- I feel like she's hard nosed. I feel like he's hard nosed. I feel like my defense is going to be pretty tough to to beat between those two tough kids. Um, my, my one in the middle is another hard nosed player. I'm going to go with Bedoya. I just, I, I feel like he's, he'd be a real pain to play against. I feel like he'd put in a lot of effort all over the place. And that's what you want in that middle player. Mm-hmm. And then up top, I needed a boy and a girl. Uh, so I went, um, Alex Morgan and Andrew Wooten. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Nice. I, I was go put Fafa, but I was like, you know what? I wanna go with the new guy. I think he's I think he's in form. I think he's gonna be a revelation for this team. I think he's gonna get us eleven goals in the second half of the season. So Andrew Wooten and Alex Morgan. That's so I, I have Naher, Ertz, Trusty, Bedoya, Morgan, Wooten. Nice. Yeah, it is nice. Mine's pretty I we've two similarities. Okay. So in the back, I, I or the, in the in the uh, goalie, I also have Nair. Okay. Um, and then my two, I've, it's also two one two. So my sent my two uh, defenders are Jack Elliott and uh, Dal Kemper. Be Dal Kemper. Okay. I think you do just, like her. I remember you. Yeah, yeah you talk about her. She was really. She had a, the final and semifinal. She not as great uh, performances, but I think she's like a she's really solid defender. I, I really, I, I really liked her passing. And I think mm-hmm. that's a, that's a crucial uh, factor for a five v five, right? And, and right. That's, that's a, and that's another thing with Elliot too. He's a great passer and mm-hmm. he's just a steady defender. So I think there's there's a good uh, good base to uh, work off of. And then my, my uh, central midfielder guy is uh, Montero. Okay. I think he just would be everywhere. Oh, yeah, you know, that's, a, that's a good one. Yeah, he probably should. He's the you know like number ten would also be a defensive guy. So mm-hmm. that's a. That's my pick, and then my my two strikers are uh, Alex Morgan and Casper. Nice, nice, yeah. uh, nice. Just very some, cool. Just punt him away, right? Yeah, it's kind of interesting about our teams a little differently. Like mine's very, I feel like kind of uh, not flashy, more just kind of a. Uh, I don't know. I don't think mine's very flashy either. Well, I mean, like Montero, yeah, Elliot and Del Cumper. You went all like. People are good offensively. Like your defenders are also good passers. Yeah, but I think they're I also cho- like the best defenses on those teams. So mine, uh, mine, I was thinking more just like brawlers, for yeah, lack yeah. of another term. Sure. Um, between Bedoya, Ertz, and Trusty, like you just don't want to mess with any of those yeah. those three. Yeah, that's true. So I was just thinking, like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, here, take a picture of yours so I can tweet it out. Sure. So hop on Twitter or. Yeah, I don't know how else to get in touch with us. Call me if you don't know me. Uh, Stale mail. Mails. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Anyone who's gotten uh, stickers from us, you have our address. You have my address. Mail me your, mail me your team, um, <laughs> or just hop on Twitter. Let us know what players you'd pick. I got a couple of responses, and they're pretty interesting. Uh, so. <laughs> Let's go on. Do you want to talk about the the uh, Salt Lake preview? You want to talk about anything else? Um, yeah. Let's. Uh, okay. Okay. One thing. I, I I am kind of interested in this. So Alex Morgan during the World Cup, um, did a little tea sipping celebration. She claimed it wasn't a thing uh, to spite England. She claimed it was because of Game of Thrones actress. Did you hear about that? You know, just like the, the sipping tea kind of joke meme. Yeah. Okay. Like, and this is the tea. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. which the Game of Thrones actress does, yeah. some show or whatever. Anyway, so I was trying to think of like celebrations that would be good to imitate an MLS team. So, right. Jim Curtin calls me up and says, AJ, we need goals. Come on in. I know you're a defender, but you've hit a few bangers in your day. <laughs> I joined the team. He puts me in 90th minute. I hit a banger against whatever team. 
and what would my celebration be? So trying to think of like, what would be a cool celebration to kind of be like in your face, Red Bull yeah. or in your face. Like the, what was it? Escadere and sipping it at Red Bull and spitting it out. Like that kind of mm. celebration. Yeah. 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 In, yeah. in the same lines. So one would be a good one. It's a little too easy would be in this good work for NYCFC or new England would be kind of doing the sport that they're playing at. Mm-hmm. So like, a baseball one at NYCFC or a football for New England. Right. Doing something like that. Um, and then there, you, you also mentioned for Orlando one, doing oh yeah, the, the Mickey Mouse ears. Mickey Mouse ears on my head and then having someone like knock me out or something. Wait, why would they knock, knock you out? I don't know, because you're beating Orlando. <laughs> or I could just do it. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. You know, like, okay. Not like a real knockout. Like I wouldn't expect one of my teammates to really <laughs> knock me out, but just like a pretend. Okay. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. I saw a really good celebration on Twitter. So uh, this guy scored. He ran over and stood in this puddle and his buddy ran over to him. And I don't know wrestling at all, but he like jumped up, put him in a headlock and like slammed him down right into the puddle. It was really funny. And it was definitely a planned thing, nice. but it was a WWE move. I, and I, I don't know what the words would be to me, but it's like, an, it's a, I don't know. Not full Nelson. I don't know <laughs> what the words are, but it was a good celebration. I'm like, oh man, that'd be awesome to have like a planned celebration with yeah. someone. Um maybe something with like Portland, uh, the Timber Joey, like like chopping on some, like Yeah, like maybe bring in like a, a tree branch into the stadium, just kinda like tuck it behind the goal and there then should be s- more props in celebrations. Yeah. Like, like I know they do like masks a couple of times now. Yeah. But yeah. like they should have other props. Like I could see like against Portland, you score a goal, you run back there, grab the branches, like break it in half. They, or or just, something. just throw in like a flannel hat or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like do like hipster a, glasses. Yeah, hipster glasses <laughs> and like drink some tea and then complain about it. <laughs> I don't know. Um I don't know. Do you, can you think of any um, good ones that would? <laughs> this is just like so off random. Off the top of my head, I, uh, nope. Uh, let's see. Minnesota was like such nice. I'm not. I'm not going to say anything yeah. against them. I'm just thinking of teams. Um, anything with Save the Crew, Cincinnati, Chicago Fire. Uh, I feel like something with fire you could do like, like the fire hose, like yeah. firefighter guy. Um, I don't think any of these are as cool as sipping tea though. Yeah, sipping that's, tea that's really was finding. Yeah, Sipping Tea was really good. I was looking at all the other teams. Um, San Jose Earthquakes, nah, nothing there. Yeah, I, you know what, Alex Morgan, this one this one goes out to you. You win. You win this round, and you forever win. We love you. You're, you're a world champ, and we're just the what Duke brothers. Team that was that was, that was fantastic. Like, I know we're not a U.S. Women's National Team podcast, but like that was the most enjoyable tournament I've ever watched. That was, uh, yeah, it was really awesome. And yeah, hopefully, hopefully people keep watching. I mean, they're, they're great players. It's, it's really, I was, I was watching, um, it was an NWSL team, uh, game on, uh, gosh, the NBC DC station today. It was a replay of a game from the weekend, but I, I flipped it on and within two minutes of watching this girl takes the ball down to the end line, crosses it. Girls make a near post run uh, and does a back heel into the goal. Ooh. And I was like, holy crap, like people need to be watching right. women's soccer. You need, and, and it was uh, DC against Orlando. Nice. And it was in Orlando. And it was without like, a, like a lot of the World Cup players are not on their teams. That's still skilled players. Right. It was, like, it was really things. good. Yeah, that's, that's pretty awesome. So yeah, I was really excited to see like a really good goal. And um, I don't know if Sports Center picked it up at all, but they really should have if they didn't. Um, so, so yeah, nice. that was fun. All right. Let's get back to the union. Back to the union. And they were playing Real Salt Lake. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's review that or preview that actually. Spilled <laughs> <laughs> water all over myself. Nice. This has been a, a real, real good podcast. <laughs> One of our worst. Yeah. Uh, so let's, okay. So let's get to the main topic really is, do you think Wooten's going to start? Uh, so Andrew Wooten's available for the first time in union history. Um, do I think he's going to start? All right, let's rephrase it. What's your preferred starting pair of strikers? My starting start? pair of strikers. Um, hmm. I was going to say something jokingly, but then I was wondering, it might be a good one. Jokingly, I was about to say Marco Fabian and Andrew Wooten. That's interesting. But then I was like, wow, that actually might be good. But maybe not with like right away this game, but like that's an interesting look to have. Yeah, because I, I think... Casper and Fafa start. I think yeah. they should start. I think they're both playing well. I think they're doing what they need to do for their uh, 
respective jobs on the field. And I, I think they should get the start. I think Andrew Wooten comes in at 60 for um, either one. Yep. And and then the, the game goes from there. Uh, in the future, I, I actually do think Marco and Andrew Wooten might That's be a cool, when, cool striker when, when combo. When did he do that Marco start as a striker? Was it the L.A. game? Um, I don't know. You can't ask me that. Okay. Because I feel like whatever game that was, he did look probably the most influential. Because mm-hmm. I think the higher, like, well, I feel like this, this past game, when he started as a number 10, he, he just kind of, and it was against a bunkering team, but he kind of looked a little bit lost in midfield. Wasn't mm-hmm. like, didn't find the right positioning. And maybe that, that yeah, like, we keep saying that he could figure that out and get better with time, but just putting him up top could be, like, a pretty effective use of him. Right, right. Even if it's as, like, a, a sub, an Elsinio-type yeah. sub, but as or a striker. Or just a, a change throughout the game if he starts at number 10 and then take off, mm-hmm. I don't know, another guy and, and put him up top and... Yeah, well, that's an interesting look to have and to change things up for. Right. But yeah, right. that's that's yeah, that's interesting. Just because you know, our midfield, c- so, I mean, it, we have a we have good problems in this in this instance. We've got a log jam in the midfield. Right. Granted, offensively. Offensively, yeah, definitely offen- not yeah. defensively. But, right. Um, granted that that's assuming Montero and Elcino come back at some point. So you right. have those two, Aronson, Fabian, Bedoya is a lock, Harris is a lock. So really, you're just talking about two positions that could possibly be. Um, split between those four players, between mm-hmm. Aronson, Montero, Fabian, no, and Ilsenio. Mm-hmm. Ilsenio comes in as a sub, okay? So he's going to be a sub, guaranteed. Um, he's not starting. So now you got three players for two spots. you got Montero, Fabian, and Aronson. Right. Right now you got to say Aronson gets a start, Montero gets a start if both are healthy. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about Aronson. I don't think he he's, needs to be a lock as a start every. every I mean, not, game, no. not lock, but at this point, I think I think he's earned more of a start than. Yeah, Fabian. I, I yeah, I wouldn't argue that, but I still feel like it should be Fabian, just because he needs to he needs to get more reps with his team. He needs to like. He's not going to figure it out as a sub. I don't think that's going to be like a. That's just going to be a waste of of Marco Fabian this year if he's not going to be starting most of these games. Yeah. So I I, just, I, mean, I we, don't know. We had this argument on yeah. on a previous episodes, so I don't want to get into it now. But but the point is, there's definitely options in a log jam in midfield and a positive one. Lots of skill, lots of skilled players. Whoever player is not starting is going to be good. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So course. yeah. So then the same thing goes. I would say the same thing for our two strikers. You've got Chabilko and Fafa, who are who are playing well. Um, and I don't care if Fafa. I mean, that's gonna be weird to say. I don't care that he hasn't scored a ton of goals this year, which he hasn't, but he's one of the hardest working players on our team. Every time and he's on the field, he's influential. Yeah. And you can't say that about all the strikes. Even Casper has has had games where he is not doesn't seem really in the game. And, right. And we can you can rarely say about Fafa. Right. Yeah, I can, yeah. Yeah. As a starter or as a sub. He's yeah. he gets he in the game in and he's he, running and and the union look to make him run, look to use him. They're not just giving him, you know, not playing the ball to him. He's always always a player where you play the ball into space. He's gonna he's gonna make an effort to get there and make it difficult on the defense. So, yeah, I think those two, and then you got Wooten. Sergio's kind of falling out. Galena um, isn't quite there. He's yeah, he's been injured too, so yeah. I don't really know where he's gonna be. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer, but it's good he's on the first team and right. Um, so, so uh, back Real- to Real Salt Lake. <laughs> where are we? <laughs> Moving off something there. So I'd start. Uh, yeah, I'd start Alex Morgan. <laughs> So we concluded. Uh, yeah, so I think we're on this, based on the same page after all of that. Uh, Fafa and Casper get the start. Yeah. Wooten on the bench. Yeah, and and it, it would be nice to get him to see at least 15. I, I don't like it. depends on where this game goes and, and what kind of subs we will mm-hmm. need in the second half. But, I mean, obviously, we, we don't have a lot of defensive subs. We have a lot of defensive subs. That's No, I, uh, I reversed it. Yep, my bad. We don't so, have a lot of offensive subs. Right. Yeah. So... Yeah, so he'll he'll get in there, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> so, so our subs would be essentially, um, Wooten. <laughs> Luke's lost it. <laughs> uh, so our subs would be Wooten. Um, maybe maybe Sergio stays on in the eighteen. I like I like I don't even know if he stays in the eighteen at that point. Do you keep two strikers on the sub? Fontana, you keep as a sub. Um, I'll, I'll see. I I would say if. 
El Senio's healthy, Sergio's dropped. Yeah, that makes sense. But if El Senio's not good enough to be on the bench, then Sergio probably stays in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully El Senio's on the bench. And then you've got your regular bunch of defensive subs. Yep. So, <laughs> um, so I was looking into Real Salt Lake, and by looking into, I mean I I read Bobby Warshaw's twenty four takeaways for twenty four teams. Good stuff about the Union. So give a read about that. But um, every once in a while, I read other teams' stuff, and it didn't make me excited for this weekend because it kind of seems like Real Salt Lake might have the blueprint to slow down the Union. It's that um, they use tight. I'm going to just quote the article here from Bobby Warshaw. They used tight, disciplined defensive lines to keep San Jose in front of them and always maintained a threat when San Jose pushed their outside backs forward. RSL have quietly become one of the more defensively organized teams in the league. End quote. And that's not what I want for the right. union to be going up against. That's that's the that's essentially the blueprint for uh for beating the union. Just Bunkering, yeah, playing a tight defense. On top of that, they have Sam Johnson, who's a, a kind of unknown quantity to us, but we've never seen him. But from what I've seen, he's a really, really fast striker. And after playing against Nani and Chris Mueller, we don't deal with speed very well. Yeah, so that's little. That's tough. It's it seems like they play more of a single striker formation, so that's a, maybe a little easier to deal with. And they have like kind of Chris Baird on the on the wing with the kind of Salcedo or. Sir, was it Jefferson Servino? Yeah. Uh, on the other side. So, like, it, it might be easier to deal with having one kind of high striker to deal with it with, with their two center backs, but uh, a little nervous with that. Um, yeah, I feel like this game, I, at first I was like, oh, this should be a pretty, I, I think we got a good shot here. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, not, that, not that they're like an incredible team that could, you know, blow us out, but it's just that the way that team set up, it, it could give us a lot of problems. Yeah, they're in eighth place in the West. Um, they're sitting at 26 points. After 19 games, uh, they have a negative four goal differential, but they, um, I mean, just based on what, what I'm reading on them, they might have the, the formula already for beating the union. I mean, it's just, a, it's a tough, tough thing for the union to do right now is break down a bunker. And if that's what they do, then we might be in trouble. Hopefully we got guys like Wooten and, uh, El Senio back who can help us break it down. Hopefully, uh, Fabian keeps kind of finding his form, um, yeah, ho- hopefully. Do you, um, I don't really have any, any more info no. other than Let's a prediction. Just, yeah, just go to predictions. Predictions. Uh, so what do you think? So I think I think it's going to be kind of a boring game. Um, I think we're going to win, though, because I always think we're going to win. Uh, let's see. We're going to win one nothing. Um you know what? Let's let's get it. let's let's do this right. Let's do this right. We're gonna win one nothing on an Andrew Wooten goal. What on on his debut? And I'll give you a minute. You ready, guys? You don't even have to tune in until the 82nd minute. Andrew Wooten's gonna score his goal on his debut, and uh, yeah, you're gonna um, win one nothing. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, mine. I don't think it's gonna be as optimistic as you. You fart. <laughs> So I want to say we're going to tie 1-1. 1-1. Yeah, it's going to be not a pretty game, uh, but we'll sneak one by, and I think they'll, they'll come back and, and uh, equalize. So it's going to be a... Who gets the union goal? Uh, Fafa. Fafa. Yeah, nice. Keep, the, keep his little streak going. Well, not a streak, but like his good form going. Yeah, that game's going to be at 10 o'clock. It's going to be a late one. It is. A, how do you feel about those games? Um, I feel like they're late. But, like, do you like it? Do you, like, uh, I feel like something like I can get into a late game. Like, I feel like some, we had, like, away Portland games, and, I, like, I don't know, you yeah. kind of get, like, a second win, and it's kind of fun. It's, like, yeah, late. It's, everyone's kind of – it's, like, everyone on Twitter is just on Twitter to talk for the union. Right. So it's, okay. like, it's kind of, like, a fun little thing we're all together with. I don't okay. know. I get into that. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I know everyone in my house is already asleep. I right. don't have to worry about anything other than just me watching the union. Yeah, um, yeah you're right. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a cool – community building thing for the union fan base kind yeah. of all staying up uh yeah uh, hopefully hopefully it's worth it yeah <laughs> that's the only thing is i was gonna say hopefully it's worth it and yeah. i don't uh because I, I know my son's waking up you know 6 a.m the next morning regardless of whether i slept or not so right. hopefully hopefully it will be going to bed around midnight with a win nice 
All right, let's end this one. This was a, yeah, I, you know, I think last week was better. So if you didn't listen to last week's podcast, go back and listen, listen to last that one week. again. Just skip this one. Yeah. But if you're hearing these words, that means you've already listened mm. to this one. So pranked. Mm. Pranked. Gotcha. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <That's>, all, right. <laughs> all right. Let's see you next week. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we really appreciate it. Um, yeah. All right. Bye. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>